TED Audio Collective. This TED Talk features rural social worker Ashwita Shetty, recorded live at TED Women 2018. Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? The real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. If you're like me, you've always got some projects started that you haven't finished just yet guilty. With any project, it always helps to have the right tools. That counts for managing money, too. The cool thing is the U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card is the perfect tool if you have big ticket purchases coming up or even if you just need to take care of some debts. With a low intro APR for 18 billing cycles, make sure you have the right tool to help you manage your money. Check out what you can get accomplished today and apply at usbank.com slash platinum. Limited time offer, the creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA Inc. Some restrictions may apply. I was eight years old. I remember that day clearly, like it happened just yesterday. My mother is a beady roller. She hand rolls country cigarettes to sustain our family. She's a hard worker and spent 10 to 12 hours every day rolling BDs. That particular day, she came home and showed me her BD rolling wage book. She asked me how much money she has earned that week. I went through that book, and what caught my eyes were her thumbprints on each page. My mother has never been to school. She uses her thumbprints instead of a signature to keep record of her earnings. On that day, for some reason, I wanted to teach her how to hold a pen and write her name. She was reluctant at first. She smiled innocently and said no. But deep down, I was sure she wanted to give it a try. With a little bit of persuasion and a lot of effort, we managed to write her name. Her hands were trembling and her face was beaming with pride. As I watched her do this, For the first time in my life, I had a priceless feeling that I could be of some use to this world. That feeling was very special because I am not meant to be useful. In rural India, girls are generally considered worthless. They're a liability or a burden. If they are considered useful, it is only to cook dishes, keep the house clean, or raise children. As a second daughter of my conservative Indian family, I was fairly clear from a very early age that no one expected anything from me. I was conditioned to believe that the three identities that define me, poor, village, girl, meant that I was to live a life of no voice and no choice. These three identities forced me to think that I should never have been born. Yet, I was. 
all throughout my childhood, as I rolled BDs alongside my mother, I would wonder, what did my future hold? I often asked my mother with a lot of anxiety, Amma, will my life be different from yours? Will I have a chance to choose my life? Will I go to college? And she would reply back, try to finish high school first. I am sure my mother did not mean to discourage me. She only wanted me to understand that my dreams might be too big for a girl in my village. When I was 13, I found the autobiography of Helen Keller. <laughs> Helen became my inspiration. I admired her indomitable spirit. I wanted to have a college degree like her. So I fought with my father and my relatives to be sent to college, and it worked. During my final year of my undergraduate degree, I desperately wanted to escape from being forced into marriage. So I applied to a fellowship program in Delhi, which is about 1,600 miles away from my village. <laughs> in fact, I recall that the only way I could fill out that application was during my commute to college. I did not have access to computers, so I had to borrow a college junior's cell phone. As a woman, I could not be seen with a cell phone. So I used to huddle his phone under my shawl and type as slowly as possible to ensure that I would not be heard. After many rounds of interview, I got into the fellowship program with a full scholarship. My father was confused. My mother was worried. My father was confused, my mother was worried, but I felt butterflies in my stomach because I was going to step out of my village for the first time to study in the national capital. Of the 97 fellows selected that year, I was the only rural college graduate. There was no one there who looked like me or spoke like me. I felt alienated, intimidated and judged by many. One fellow called me Coconut Girl. Can you guess why? Anyone? That's because I applied a lot of coconut oil to my hair. <laughs> Another asked me where I had learned to speak English. And some of my peers did not prefer to have me on their assignment teams because they thought I would not be able to contribute to the discussion. I felt that many of my peers believed that a person from rural India could not supply anything of value. Yet, the majority of Indian population today is rural. I realized that stories like mine were considered to be an exception and never the expectation. I believe all of us are born into a reality which we blindly accept until something awakens us and a new world opens up. When I saw my mother's first signature on her beady rolling wage book, when I felt the hot Delhi air against my face after a 50-hour train journey, when I finally felt free and let myself be, I saw a glimpse of that new world I longed for, a world where a girl like me is no longer a liability or a burden, but a person of use, a person of value, and a person of worthiness. By the time my fellowship ended, my life had changed. 
not only had I traced my lost voice, but also had a choice to make myself useful. I was 22. I came back to my village to set up Bodhitri Foundation, an institution that supports rural youth by providing them with education, life skills and opportunities. We work closely with our rural youth to change their life and to benefit our communities. How do I know my institution is working? Well, six months ago, we had a new joinee. Her name is Kavirasi. I first spotted her in a local college in Tirunelveli during one of my training sessions. As you can see, she has a smile which you can never forget. We guided her to get an opportunity to study at Ashoka University, Delhi. The best part of her story is that she is now back at Bodhi Tree as a trainer working with dedication to make a change in the lives of others like her. Kavirasi doesn't want to feel like an exception. She wants to be of use to others in, in this world. Recently, Kavirasi mentored Anita, who also comes from a remote rural village, lives in a 10-foot by 10-foot home. Her parents are also farm laborers. Kavirasi helped Anita secure admission in a prestigious undergraduate program in a top university in India with a full scholarship. When Anita's parents were reluctant to send her that far, we asked the district administration officials to speak to Anita's parents, and it worked. And then there is Padma. Padma and I went to college together. She's the first in her entire village to attend graduation. She had been working with me at Bodhi Tree until one day she decides to go to graduate school. I asked her why. She told me that she wanted to make sure that she would never be a liability or a burden to anyone at any point in her life. Padma, Anita and Kavirasi grew up in the most tough families and communities one could only imagine. Yet, the journey of finding my usefulness in this world served them in finding their usefulness to this world. Of course, there are challenges. I'm aware change does not happen overnight. A lot of my work involves working with families and communities to help them understand why giving an education is useful for everyone. The quickest way to convince them is by doing. When they see their kids getting a real education, getting a real job, they begin to change. The best example is what happened at my home. I was recently given an award in recognition of my social work by the chief minister of my state. That meant I was going to be on television. <laughs> Everyone were hooked on to the television that morning, including my parents. I would like to believe that seeing her daughter on television made my mother feel useful too. Hopefully, she will stop pressuring me to get married now. Finding my use has helped me to break free from the identities society thrust on me. Poor, village, girl. Finding my use has helped me to break free from being boxed, caged and bottled. Finding my use has helped me to find my voice, my self-worth and my freedom. I leave you with this thought, where do you feel useful to this world? because the answer to that question is where you will find your voice and your freedom. Thank you.
For more TED Talks, go to TED.com. The best place to see stars is at home with Prime Video. Get everything included with Prime, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, starring Donald Glover and Maya Erskine. Rent or buy hits like Mean Girls, starring Renee Rapp. Or add-on channels like Max for the HBO original Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. You've never seen so many stars in one place. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership not required to rent or buy. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.